0: So hi everybody, it's James from Posture Stars and today I'm really excited to be talking to Ali from Your Perfect Posture, who's a physiotherapist in Canberra, Australia, uh, who's doing loads of work with mums and kids at the moment and people working from home. Good morning, good evening, Ali.
1: <laughs> hi James, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm really well, thank you. I'm I'm really well. Um for our listeners, I'm I'm our time zones are totally different. And an hour ago Ali was poised and ready for our, <laughs> our podcast, and I was still lounging around with a cup of tea yeah. in my pajamas. Yes, and we've got savings
1: here. So we're coming into summer, so we have got longer nights and it's beautiful. The kids are out a bit more, so we've been bike riding and on the trampoline, which it's always good to get away from those screens. Oh,
0: I'm, I'm so I'm so jealous, so jealous of your lovely weather. So <laughs> I, I wanted to talk to you because you've, you've been making great strides in helping, in particular, uh, what's going on in lockdown in Canada yes. at the moment. But this is this is pertinent moving forwards for everybody who's working from home. And in particular, people working from home who've got kids who are doing homework Mm. and they're not in the best situation either.
1: Not at all, James. So um, I noticed this massive information gap. So we're all sent home to work and and learn and there was no information provided. So I actually started my little business because all my friends were coming to me saying, Ali, I'm getting a sore neck or what do I do? I've got, you know, I'm using my laptop And so out of that, I just kept researching and going, right, what are we going to do with all these, you know, women and and children who are working and learning from home with pain? So, you know, we're 18 months down the track now. Hopefully we're getting the word out a bit more. James, you do a great job on Instagram with your posts and trying to, you know, do quick Quick little short tips that you can do, you know, they could be inexpensive, things like, you know, chalking your laptop up on some cookbooks, which, you know, is great. But I think the, you know, the, the dynamics are changing now and a lot of people are working from home, you know, longer and, um, you know, it's flexible working environments. So, um, people are choosing to work from home or the office. We get rid of that commute. Um, but in saying that our children are on devices more, I'm finding. Um, I've got a four-year-old that's, you know, doing Google Meets and learning on a on a tablet, which, you know, he wouldn't be if he was at school. So I am finding that if I can't see their eyes and their neck is flexed forward, then, you know, we need to do something about that. So it's really important to get those screens raised up. Um, and similar with the phone, you know, we're all on phones now for our work. So I'm finding that the phone on the desk just isn't cutting it anymore and just getting all our screens up to eye level to try and prevent that technique Is you know the number one tip that I could tell anyone. (laughs) Yep, got your phone there. (laughs) Yeah, such such a distraction, isn't it? The the phone, laptop, phone, laptop.
0: Yeah, and it's really distracting for the kids. Um, That was a great little point you said there, that if you can't see your eyes, that the head's in a a bad position.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I find, um, you know, as parents, I'm definitely guilty. So I've got my son coming up asking me something, and I feel like I'm just getting sucked in my screen all the time. You know, they see us scrolling on there as well. But um, I I laugh because, you know, watching the TV is much more ergonomic than sitting on the switch or on the tablet or you know on the laptop so you know sitting with the tv and eye level is absolutely perfect so um you know we really have to think about those devices because you know we've got uh, nintendo switches laptops ipads um the tv and yeah i don't think there is a lot of research out there about tablets actually james what have you found with children learning on tablets
0: I've got very little experience with it, to be fair. Um, our, our kids are always either on paper or on the laptop mm. and we do our best to get the laptop well positioned. Mm. Uh, but I noticed with the tablets, you'd had a great idea a month ago, which was to use a picture frame yes. just to lean your tablet on. Yeah, absolutely. So just getting an upright in, to look at their eyes so they're not
1: just, you know, hunched over. I took a photo of my son in, in his bed the other day. He was cur- curled over looking at the iPad on his feet like a ball and I was just like, oh, you know, they don't realize they're doing it but um you know it's exactly the same principles getting the screen up to eye level um so that you know you've got your head stacked on your shoulders shoulders over hips um and just alternating their postures so you know kids just don't sit still you're not going to have them set up at the dining table for hours on end so have them standing a little bit using their anti-gravity muscles to stretch them out um you know kids love standing and and moving around and then definitely when i feel like the screens of been on too much we go and jump on the trampoline and you know they have energy to burn basically don't they so um it's yeah. a it's a constant you know all right we're, we're eating we're jumping or we're learning let it's, it's it's a, it's a great, <laughs> great circle that we go around especially because we're remote learning so we're all at home got my husband yeah. in the office and the two kids learning and I'm trying to work on the side so definitely uh, is a struggle but yeah um it's yeah well we'll get there
0: <laughs> when uh, when i'm in private practice um sometimes i work with people who've just worked on a laptop and they come in presented with lots of neck pain and shoulder pain and back pain and, and we talk about what they do during the day and they say you know i work on a laptop and i say well you know have you got it in the right position and they say well it, what, what what does that matter um, yeah uh, wow well, what would you say to parents whose kids are in those bad positions but think it's not a big deal yeah absolutely so I've found, um, because
1: I sell the ergonomic equipment now, so I've, I've found that the mums have come and bought their laptop stands and external keyboard and mice, and then the bulb has gone off and they thought, hang on, I've got a teenager just on a laptop, you know, on their makeshift um you know, desk in their bedroom or on the dining table. And as you know, James, dining tables um, are a concoction for upper limb and neck pain because they're always way too high for um, for laptop use. Um, But, yeah, definitely, you know, getting the teenagers, um, you know, get that laptop up, external keyboard and mouse, and make it fun for them. So automatically, you know, if you put a mouse into someone's hand, you're automatically opening up that chest and shoulder and improving wrist posture. So... If there's one tip that you could do for your teenagers,
0: buy them a mouse to use with their laptop. But so historically, mice and keyboards have all been kind of grey or, or <laughs> black and <laughs> not tailored to the individual. And I notice it you're starting to (laughs) sell a range which is a lot more exciting
1: yes well firstly i like them and then i realized that there was a little bit of a following so i buy keyboards that match my lipstick or my jumper half the time so i've got i've got a (laughs) keyboard that's um called the lipstick keyboard it's beautiful beautiful array of colors um and pink vertical mice Um, and teal and white and, you know, and I've got some really cute little fun um, keyboards and mice for kids in the pastel colours. So um, surprisingly, mint green is the most popular colour. I'm nearly out. So that's for boys and girls. Wow. Um, And that's another tip, James, when you're using a tablet, instead of reaching up and and touching the screen, you could put a little compact keyboard and mouse in front of the child. So so I've got a seven-year-old, so I, I probably... Go from five up, say, um, and then they you've just set them up just like we do with the with the keyboard in front of them and a mouse that opens up their chest rather than them reaching up or leaning over on the on the desk to to activate that tablet. And they're already learning the keys on the keyboard, which is great. Um, but you know the the scary thing is that. You know, kids are on a screen for say 15 to 20 years before they get to the workforce. So that absolutely scares me, um, because yeah. you know at, when I when we were growing up, we I think I had a laptop when I was in year nine, so what's that about 15? Um, and we weren't given a phone as a distraction or a tablet to you know play Plants vs Zombies, which my seven year old is obsessed with at the moment. Um, and rightly so, it's a great game. <laughs> It's done it around, so I think it's getting the HD is very good. Um, but yeah, definitely they're starting earlier uh, with the with the tech. And and also I guess um, you were talking about eye health as well. So looking at screens which are just so close and then, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a generation of you know, people with with probably, you know, degenerative eyes or eyes already because they're not taking that break or um, you know, the screens are just so close.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's something we really need to pay attention to. So, okay, let's um, let's drill down into. In fact, before we do that, let's talk about mice. <laughs> I I like a big mouse. I, I like, <laughs> I, I, like a, I like a man's mouse, yep. and um, that mouse isn't going to suit a five-year-old or a seven-year-old, is it, Ali? Which no, absolutely no. You need it. You need to measure um, your hand correctly for for a mouse.
1: So definitely, you need a smaller mouse. For for a child, the ones that I sell are probably good for uh, teenagers. So they're a small to a medium, and there is a way to measure your hand. So you want to measure from your wrist to your the top of your middle finger, but you also want to measure the breadth here. So this this is the the, the sort of the the length that you're you know holding that mouse. So here's a vertical mouse here. This is my husband's. He didn't go for the pink, um, and so that that. Um,
0: that needs to be measured as well. So what, your, what mouse do you use, James? You've got the roller bar or? I, I, I do have that. I tend to use the Contour Uni Mouse, which is uh, an upright clamshell-type mouse that you can yeah. have either upright or or pretty much horizontal. And I love that because it's given me different positions yes. during the day that I can choose. So if I were to play Plants vs. Zombies <laughs> and I wanted some... <laughs> yeah. yeah some real accuracy i'd have it down ah. and if i was just scrolling the internet i'd have it up and then I'm, I'm varying that position throughout the day to keep the wrist nice and open and amazing wrist, wrist nice and free as well
1: absolutely and, and yeah. a lot of people don't think about you know how you use your mu- mouse like i really love the dpi button because it makes it quicker or slower and mm. you know for that precision if you're using an excel spreadsheet you need it to be really precise so um yeah that's interesting that you alternate and that's great because you know when we're talking about posture and being in a good posture it's really you know it's about your next posture isn't it so always moving because our bodies really they weren't designed to sit in a chair basically um you know we're movement machines we're supposed to be moving um, hunters and gatherers but um but unfortunately because of technology we, we are just sitting we're sitters um but i yeah. noticed you're standing is that you standing there i can see
0: i always Yeah, I always stand for my my video sessions um, for another reasons. Firstly, it stops, gets me out of sitting. Secondly, it's easier to present. It gives me more um, range of Mm -hmm. movement. It makes me feel more confident. So uh, a lot of salespeople will be told to stand if they're trying to sell and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And also um, it allows me actually to demonstrate sitting positions to people when I'm teaching them how to use their home office and how to set their kids up as well. So there's so many advantages To that for me, it's, it's
1: just an easy win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and when I'm doing corporate work, a lot of people will provided the sit stand desk. But you know, when you're home, you might not want to fork out that money. So there are so many different mm-hmm. ways that you can stand during the day. So I I stand every time I have a tea or a coffee break. I um, stand whenever I have lunch, like you know, when you're when you're getting the kids lunch, you know, because they're still at home. We're homeschooling at the
0: moment, so we're all eating. I can tell. I can tell. Can, I can, can, tell. You, can, you, can you hear one of them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this so- is the reality of um, the reality of it, isn't yeah,
1: it? Absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're always hungry. Like yeah. my grocery bill is through the roof when they're at home. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so, you know, finding ways that you can stand. So, standing on calls, um, standing when you're scrolling your phone, you know, make it a habit or, or put an alarm on your yeah. calendar or your phone um, to stand, stand
0: more. Or, well, what have you got there? Or just, I've got a little clock that I use, which you can set to various times and it tells you it's your time is up, stop working and stand yeah, up. I love great. that. Everyone should use one of them. Really helpful for posture. Mm. So, Ali, mm. question number one. Yes. Is, you, can now, you know what's coming now. What is posture? What is posture? Absolutely. So I
1: knew you were going to ask this, James, because uh, I've listened mm-hmm. to a your podcasts and you always ask your guests that. So, yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what posture is, not it isn't just sitting upright um, and being in one position for eight hours of the day. So posture is just so dynamic and it's always changing. And um, I know my, my business name is Your Perfect Posture, but I want to confirm that there is no perfect posture, is there? It really is um, ongoing. Um, and even when you're sleeping, you know, you're in a posture. Um, so having a nice ergonomic pillow, which, you know, I've, I've invested my whole family into some ergonomic pillows. Um, just to make sure that their spine is aligned when they're sleeping because if they're on devices all day, you know, you want to try and balance that out and get a good sleep. Sleep is so important. Um, But, yeah, definitely posture is just always changing it. And I really think just being aware of your posture. So being aware if your neck uh, or you can't see your children's eyes or they can't see your eyes or um, being aware if your lumbar support is in the right spot because, you know, we know our spine is an S shape and we want to try and keep that S um, shape, all the time, so that's sort of our neutral posture. So, any deviation away from that S, um, you know, isn't great, but look, it's okay, um, because you want to keep your body moving with movement machines, but but also, um, yeah,
0: don't putting don't want to put unnecessary strain on, on bits that don't need to. No, and and as for moving, um, if anyone checks out your Instagram channel, um, My Perfect Posture, <laughs> you're always moving in those, you're bouncing <laughs> around the room, there's so much oh, energy going on. I know. I can't imagine you being static for more than five minutes. No.
1: And it's funny because I'm sitting right now, but I've been standing in meetings. I've been on the trampoline, you know, as a, as a parent, you're always moving. So I, when I talk to people is when I sit, that's the only time I get to sit. And I, and I feel like that's a really important point. So, Try and do the opposite of what you've been doing. So if you've been sitting, try and stand up and stretch. Or if you've been leaning over, try and do some extension exercise. It's really about balance and counteracting that movement. So I always tell people, if you're flexed over, look, go go and lie on a towel or on the ground or over, um, you know, one of those roller, what are they called? The rollers, foam rollers. Um, yeah, and, foam roller. Yeah, or, or a thick ball, you know. Try
0: and extend. Try and get. A, just do the opposite of what you've been doing for the last however however long. So that that kind of feeds feeds into our second question, which oh. is as as a physiotherapist, what do you do to to help people's posture? Yeah,
1: right. Well, um, look, not sitting all day is my number one tip. So please don't sit all day on a bad chair. Uh, Course, I, you know, all about having a great chair. Try and invest into either a good chair, yeah, no, invest in a good chair, basically, or, you know, making sure you've got your lumbar support. Um, if your desk doesn't go up and down yet, yeah, try some standing and alternating your posture. But also, you need to keep your body fit and nimble as well. So that's where standing or moving, you know, to, Eat your lunch away from your desk. A lot of people tell me they eat through lunch, or they sit at their desk and eat lunch, and they never get a break from that screen. So you need to keep your body fit and nimble as well, because you know sitting in or well, sitting burns the same amount of energy and calories as if you're asleep. So it's not a lot, um, and it you know we're all getting we're all at risk of this early diabetes cardiovascular problems, you know, musculoskeletal problems from sitting in this flex forward posture. So, um, you know, doing a few postural stretches, like I said, some extensions over a foam roller. Um, I know the Ogoscu method have a lot of great postural realignment exercises and I've, I've read one of their books. And so I try and incorporate that into when I take the kids to the park, we ride our bikes so we're getting a bit of energy. And then when they're running around the park, I'll do some postural you know, shoulder or back exercises and some back extensions. And, um, you know, I try and incorporate that, you know, sprinkle it all through my day so that, um, you know. But I'm, I'm always aware of it, James, as you are too. I'm constantly aware of where yeah. my body is in space and how I'm sitting and how I'm moving. Um, I know that's not the forefront of everyone's... Um, You know, thinking and, and like you said, when you're, when you're getting stuck in work and, you know, work consumes you, you you don't realize that you're flexed over and stressed. And, you know, we hold our stress up here in our shoulders, don't we? So simple things like some shoulder rolls, um, and remembering to do your chin tucks. Because you might just do a chin tuck and go, oh, I didn't realise my chin was so poked out. So chin tucks, a shoulder roll, you know, aligning your shoulder blades with the back of the chair um, and, you know, maybe a little bit of, you know, looking away from the screen and some, you know, that tw- the 20, 20 20 rule, 20 metres away, 20 blinks, um, or look at something green. Um, you know, there's so many things that you can do to, in, 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 you know, change your posture and uh, improve your health. It's really about your longevity, isn't it, and your your health and wellbeing and yeah. feeling um not stressed. So, you know, when you've got a little bit of pain, you tend to, you know, sort of, what's the word? You go into your pain. So a lot of people I see, um, if they do have like a shoulder injury, they'll tend to carry that differently. And that can cause, you know, compensatory problems down the track. So perhaps they've got a sore elbow, but then now it's neck pain and now it's back pain because they're sitting awkwardly on their chair. Mm. Or one thing is a knock-on effect, isn't it? Um, And that's what I, I see a lot of. So and also that's the agoski method where you might have a problem with your elbow, but it's actually coming from your low back or, you know, a, an imbalance in muscles or a weakness or, or pain. So it's really looking at the whole person, isn't it, rather than it's just a you know, tennis elbow or a muscle in your neck. It's the whole way that you hold yourself.
0: Very holistic of you, Ali, oh. very, very holistic. Oh.
1: James, because I, you know, as a physio, I see an injury, but I also see the whole person, you know, so it affects. um, So, my my, um, people that I'm helping are mainly mums or mumpreneurs with kids, so I know that mums, you know. We're sort of like the glue that holds the family together. So if mum's out of action and she's got pain or she needs to go to the physio, you know, maybe the rest of the family don't know, you know, what time soccer training is or, you know, we really do keep the whole um, the family cohesion going. So women don't have time to be ill or pain in pain or injured. I know that's for sure. So, um, you know, if I can help prevent a woman from getting pain, then that's a job well done for me.
0: Brilliant. So, um, if you, question three then, if you were to offer one quick thing for a mum to do, as an example, mm. right now, what would that be, oh. assuming they're not in a car? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, for them, for a mum what, working from home on a laptop or,
0: mm. Mm. yeah, what could she do?
1: Yeah. So, getting that laptop up high as we know external keyboard and mouse that's my my first tip um but also please do look at how your children are interacting with devices because you know they they have so many more years their spines are growing and you know i as a physio i don't want to see teenagers coming in with with tech neck and you know their spines are already fused forward so I, that will keep me in business for a long time, but I don't I don't want to be treating, you know, preventable technic type injuries. I, you know, would much prefer to, you know, treat other things um, other than device-related. So if we can get that word out, James, um, you know, yeah. with our Instagram page and, yeah, just just helping educate and empowering people to make better health choices. So, you know, if, if you're getting a laptop, remember that big sticker that <laughs> I always think of you. You th- you'd say there should be a big sticker saying, warning, do not use this laptop on its own. So, yeah, up high, external keyboard and yeah. mouse, and then, yeah, look at how your children are interacting with their yeah. devices as well.
0: Brilliant. So, um, so your current role is to make yourself redundant yes. so that nobody needs it. <laughs> yes, well... Before...
1: So my absolute goal, James, is to get ergonomics into the curriculum in every school in Australia. So I grew up with zero ergonomics. In fact, I still don't think there's any ergonomics. I've got children in um, primary schools at the moment. And so I'll start with the primary schools and then hopefully by the time they get to high school, I can move on to them. Um, But, you know, even just showing them a spine and showing them that This is an S-shape, actually. This is how, you know, you need to sit or move. Um, And, you know, this is how you use a tablet without causing excessive strain. And then this is how you use a laptop. So, um, you know, I would love for every high school student with their laptop to carry a mouse in their bag. Like, that would be another great goal. Um, and, you know, we'll talk it's a bit hard to raise laptops when they're in the school environment. That's going to be a challenge because every school has different furniture and you can't just have people popping up their laptop up too high, you know, um, all around the classroom. So we need to think of other ways. But, you know, definitely getting a mouse into their hand um, is a great way to, to reduce that pain. Um, yeah, but that's a, that's a long-term goal, James. I hope you can help me with that
0: one as well. I'll do my best to make you <laughs> redundant. <laughs> well, not too soon, you know, I've
1: at least more years left
0: <laughs> in the meantime should anyone want to get hold of you where do they find you ali oh yes yeah.
1: so i do i do my best work on instagram because i'm obsessed with reels um so please do follow at your perfect posture all one word or all, all three words um i'm on facebook as well sim- at your perfect posture i've got my website um i'm afraid i don't ship overseas but i any Australians listening? I, um, I sell cute little compact keyboards and ergonomic mice and pillows and laptop stands and phone holders. Um, so I'm www.yourperfectposture.com.au. I know it's a mouthful, um, but yeah, that's that's where I'll be, James. And I'm always here to help. I'd much prefer, you know, you let me know what your problem is, and, and then you can buy the right equipment or you know make some quick changes um, without having to spend a cent. But definitely invest in yourself and invest in your health because it's much easier to. To prevent an injury, then rehabilitate someone once they've had an injury. You know, a lot of people don't get back to a hundred percent after an injury. You'd know, um, you know, they might get back to ninety percent or ninety-five. Um, and it, and it, you know, it's a long, it's a long process. And some people get into that chronic pain cycle, which also isn't great. And um, it doesn't just affect your work; it affects your whole, your whole life, your family dynamics, your financials, your um, mental health. Um, yeah, it's a knock-on effect. So if we can prevent an injury with, you know, some really great little tips, then that that's great.
0: I'm sending you a virtual high five. Oh, yeah. Ali, you
1: Ali,
0: <laughs> you are a posture star. Thank oh, you so much for coming on. Thank you, James. It was a pleasure.